You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. Hey everybody, welcome to a new mini-sode of the Metal and High Heels podcast. Uh, my name is Kiki and I'm here with... Pia, hello. Steffi, hi, hi. Hi, and um, on our mini-sodes, which we do every couple of months, uh, we usually just talk about the latest uh, releases that we have been listening to and uh, about the news in the metal scene. Do we have any news? Oh, I have a piece of news. But anyway, how are you two? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. I also have news. All right, Pia, what are your, your news? Mm, I want to recommend a charity thing <laughs> that Gojira just started today. They released a video for their song Amazonia. And um, in the video, we can watch it later, you see the destroyed Amazon. And um, they started um, a charity auction and also a lottery where you can give them money and they you can win a guitar that is crafted by the singer and guitar player Joseph Duplantier and you can also win another one you can yeah there is an auction for one and you can win another one in the lottery um, and the money goes to a project that supports the native Brazilian people who live in the Amazonia And now I have noises in the background because my husband will leave the room <laughs> in a second. <laughs> that sounds really cool. But yes, that's my news. Um, check that out. And if you have the possibility, support them. I think you can also just donate or you can buy something for the lottery and take part there and yeah, support them and watch the video. It's really good. Yes. And the video and the song is called Amazonia, right? Yes. But you have to tell the whole story. You just had an interview with Gira, didn't you? Ah. Yes, I had an interview with, <laughs> with Joseph Duplantier today. That's true. For Pommesgabel. What do you want to know? When it's out and we can listen to it. I think it will be out by the end of April because they will release their album Fortitude, which we were talking about, on April 30th. And that was the main topic that we talked about. But since Joe is a very philosophical person, we talked about a lot of things. And it was a, re a really interesting conversation. And it's in English, right? Because yes. uh, Bomas Gabel usually is in German. Yes, but when we do interviews with non-German people, then... Um, or from Austria or something like that, then we do them in English also. Yes, um, everybody, if you speak German and also if you don't, go check out uh, Pommes Gabel um, on your favorite podcast app as well, Pia's other, other podcast. We're not jealous, we can share Pia, it's fine. <laughs> um, yes, uh, uh, we will talk about this later as well. But before I interviewed uh, Simon Simmons to talk about Epica's new album Omega, I listened to, in preparation for the podcast, I listened to uh, Bomes Gabel, uh, um, their interview with her. And that one was in German, actually, because Simone speaks German, even though she's Dutch. Um, yeah, 
So it's actually pretty entertaining and really cool. Yes. And in other news, I don't know if you paid attention to the uh, to the Grammys, but the Grammys just um, took place a few weeks ago. I don't usually really um, watch the the show or anything, but I do uh, I do pay attention to you know if any uh, what's the metal performance of the year and whatever. Metal performance of the year was awarded to. Body count. And, uh, but the piece of news that I wanted to point out is um, I am, I get the newsletter from the Representation Project, and they, it's a feminist project, and they do several, they've done several documentaries, and um, those are very recommendable as well. I have uh, talked about them um, a lot. I'm sure maybe on the stream as well. And um, their newsletter had very interesting numbers. And those are that women represented only 20.2% of the performing artists of 2020's top songs, 2020's top songs, which is down from 22.5% in 2019. Moreover, only 2% of the top 100 songs were produced by women and only nine of these producers were women of color. So um, things are getting better in, in those respects sometimes, but 20% um, is still just too little. We need, um, we need to get more, uh, more, yeah, we need to listen to more women and to more songs and, and albums that are produced by women as well. So that is my news. Any other piece of news, pieces of news we, we want to discuss? I can't think of another thing that uh, <laughs> popped up in my environment recently. Yeah, me neither. I didn't follow up any news feeds or something. Then let's get right to the uh, releases. And I just want to mention um, that Phantom Elite released a new album called Titanium on January 22nd. And I only listened to a single of those. And um, my first impression was that Marina is, is sounding really different um, to what I used to. Um, I didn't recognize her voice. I honestly thought they'd split up or something. Um, but it's still Marina La Torraca in Phantom Elite, the Dutch band uh, that we interviewed in female front uh, the female metal event in 2017 so if you want to watch that interview go to our youtube channel and otherwise uh, tell me what you think about their new album because i haven't listened to it yet <laughs> and then going further in january um there was anis okay steffi tell us about anis okay's aurora <laughs> where to start um, first, let me uh, open up the um, playlist. Yes, because uh, I just I just need to. I have it in my mind. I can <laughs> I can tell you right from my memories. <laughs> Freak! <laughs> <laughs> That's a um, fan. What do you mean, freak? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Still freak. Um, at first, it's 
first album that I recorded and released with a new singer, or yeah, better call him just Shouter because the clear vocals um, were sung by also guitarist and I think founder of the band, um, Christopher or something like that. Christopher. <laughs> That's his name, Christopher. Um, right and yeah the shower is new in this album and the his name is Rudi Rudi yeah (laughs) beautiful name so this is a German band right where are they from exactly Exactly. uh, from Halle it's in eastern German Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah a little small town in German, you would call it Kaff. <laughs> well, it's um, not that small. I've been there several times and did some, uh, yeah. How do you say that in English? Reportage for one of our magazines. <laughs> A report about how they clean their streets and stuff like that. <laughs> That's what I do for a living. Uh, yes, and because of that, I was in Halle several times, and I know that the city is not that small. I've been in Halle um, as well. A friend of mine used to study there. It's it's a small city. <laughs> it's not a tiny town. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. But it's not a cuff. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry, Halle. So people, we can recommend traveling there. It's also close to Leipzig. So yeah. Yeah. you can visit both cities within... Yeah. No, I wanted to talk about the album before Arms, because that's the album where I just start to get into the band, um, because that album blew my mind. And I have to say, I listened to this album uh, much more than to the new one, Aurora. <laughs> um, so I can tell you a little bit more about this one, but well, uh, let's talk about Aurora. Right. The album artwork is just amazing it's beautiful um yeah it's an, an astronaut in front of the what is it moon or sun i'm not sure <laughs> and um yeah cloudy stella building whatever is in front of it i don't know it, it's not aurora borealis <laughs> that's not <laughs> um yeah, the basics. It's very melodic metalcore. Some people call it also pop metalcore, <laughs> popcore. So not even metal, <laughs> it's popcore <laughs> for some people. And um, yeah, it's definitely very um, melodic, has lot, lots of catchy songs or just uh, refrains, um, chorus. Um, yeah. You want to sing along with it? Um, I would say it's still heavy. Um, I still would like to call it metalcore, not popcore. Um, and I listen a lot to Bonfire of the Millennials, uh, also because of the lyrics, because it's about yeah climate justice. And that's also yeah a very important topic for me. And they wrote a song about it, so <laughs> that got me. <laughs> uh, but also like um, the tragedy, I think, in the musical way, I musical way, uh, I like the tragedy most because it has a very 
interesting intro and um, it took me a few times to get into it, but now I'm a huge fan <laughs> of that one. Like a Parasite is also very catchy and uh, just if it's in your ear, you won't get it out <laughs> so fast. <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead, Pia. What's your favorite song? What do you think about the whole album? Um, do you prefer it uh, or what do you like more, Arms or Aurora? Um, that's a bit difficult. So, no, the easy answer is I prefer Aurora before Arms, but it's a bit complicated for me because um, I got to know the band by the end of December 2020 and there have been a lot of singles released from Aurora so um, when I listened to the whole album, I focused on the tracks that haven't been released, which were, I think, seven tracks at that time when I listened to it. And um, so I had this comparison of the whole ARMS album with only these seven tracks that haven't been released before. <laughs> And so I always have to remind myself that Like a Parasite is also on Aurora, Face the Facts is on Aurora, Shut the Fuck Up is on Aurora. So if you take these all these songs and compare that with ARMS, so the whole Aurora album with ARMS, then Aurora is better. How about you? All right. I think I prefer ARMS somehow. I can't tell why. Just, yep. <laughs> <laughs> prefer that album. Okay. Um, it always differs. So when I listened to the whole Aurora album for the first time, I was like, okay, um, right now the song that catches me the most is Under Your Tattoos. <laughs> My first thought when I read this title was, what is that title? <laughs> How can you name a song Under Your Tattoos? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but then I listened to the song and it's really strong because the chorus is really strong so the song starts pretty hard with screams um, and then it goes to the chorus which is has a lot of bombast uh, a lot of power, drama rhythm changes in the whole song and yeah it's on the one hand very melodic but on the other hand This it has also strong drums, strong rhythms, and also the lyrics are really cool, which you can't, which you wouldn't expect <laughs> from a title like this. So that was the song that stuck in my mind um, the first time. But I also knew when I listened to it, okay, uh, "Friend or Enemy" is a really cool song, and I will definitely get back to that later. Or also the blame game, or I saw what you did. So I knew that every single track on this album will catch me sooner or later and that it will catch me sooner or later again <laughs> later this year um yeah later again this year not sooner um and that's why there are chances that aurora will be my album of the year which would be really cool because <laughs> it came out so early and i knew half of the songs before yeah. um yeah but as steffi said there is no song on the album that is weak that i don't like mm -hmm. um every song on its own works and 
um, they also differ a lot from each other. So it's not like on some albums when you think, okay, where does one track begin? When does the other one end? Mm -hmm. No, the songs are very different from each other. And yeah, all of them are really cool. And um, maybe I told before on this podcast, I'm not sure. I'm a person who focuses on different instruments on different times. And when I listen to Aurora the first time, I focus a lot on melodies in general. So not necessarily in the guitars or in the vocals, but in general melodies. And um, now I'm in a phase where I focus a lot on guitars and I enjoy listening again to Aurora focusing on the lead guitar. And I also like that. <laughs> so um, next point for, there are chances that it's going to be my album of the year 2021. Wow. And of course, the amazing album cover. There are not many album covers that I can think about that are that look better than this in general. So if I would have to compare the artwork with the artwork from Cold Like War from We Came As Romans, I couldn't tell which I like better. But there are not many other albums popping up in my, in my mind that have a more beautiful cover artwork. So it's at least in my top five Damn. of all time. <laughs> That is that is a big big statement. I'm glad you liked uh, you liked Anis okay so much um, because you were really uh, looking forward to that one. <laughs> yes. And Pia, you can now um, you can keep talking <laughs> because the album that came out after the album in our list that came out after that was on February second uh, to kill Achilles. No, something to remember. That's not I. true because Jeffy wanted to talk about Imperial. By Sona. Oh wait, that's <laughs> that came out the same day, like oh, Aurora exactly. by Ennis. Okay, that's true. Oh, there you go. I um, listened to it the last days a few times. The last days, you know, I didn't <laughs> realize um, the release date at all um, at the day. Um, but yeah, I'm very not surprised. Sounds stupid, but um, Sona is a band. I didn't listen before. I know they exist, but that's all. Um, yeah, and I started listening to that album because of a few very strong songs of it, and I'm I'm impressed. Um, it's it's very good. I like it. It's um, yeah, the vocals are very dominant, much into focus, and um, yeah, has that not doomy doomy is a little bit too much uh, and yeah it's also not metal but rock music more but yeah that dark one and um, very expressive dark expressive rock i want to call it and um, yeah just a recommendation and just to mention it here that um, i enjoyed that one also the last days a lot and there is a really cool music video for their song Annihilator. Okay, so you know more than me. <laughs> I'd need to look that up. But that's uh, with a new speaker who turns into the devil later. That's We can put that into the show notes because it's a really, really good music okay. video. And let's watch it uh, later <laughs> together here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And um, 
Back to NSOK, or not to NSOK, but to Dream Shade. <laughs> because that's another album. I know it's a little bit um, into the future. We're not chronological anymore. Um, but I think in that musical way, it fits pretty good together. And I want to ask you, Pia, what do you prefer? NSOK or Dream Shade? In my ears, they are... Uh, kind of same subgenre style um yeah kind of yeah so i would like to compare them they're both very good on their own definitely <laughs> yes that's true i definitely prefer aurora but comparing is possible <laughs> so you prefer a pale blue dot <laughs> Yes. So, so I'm looking forward to what you're going to say about that album later. And then maybe we can discuss a bit. Yeah. So the album that Steffi just recommended before was Soen. Uh, Imperial came out on January 29th. And Soen is written, spelled S-O-E-N. Um, yeah, that wasn't. I was kind of confused in my ears. But anyway, now we can go to Kill Achilles. To the band to kill Achilles <laughs> <laughs> and their album something to remember me by that came out on February 5th yes um the band uh, or the album has a very sad story because it's the story about a man who um who went through a lot of bad things starting on his 25th birthday and he commits suicide on his 26th birthday because of all these things. And every song um, is the story about a month and there are two flashbacks. And the things that happen to this guy are things that happened to the band members in real life. So not to only one person, but to all, I think there are five of them. And they had to deal with all this stuff that they are now singing about on this album um, and that's a very sad topic but the band wants to motivate people to uh, to speak about their feelings and to also speak or talk to other people when they feel bad so um, what this man does in the story he just doesn't really reach out for any help and that destroys him basically mm. the The music is a little bit behind the vocals and also the lyrics because they, uh, the lyrics are very explicitly, so they don't have metaphors wow. or something like that. And that's why you really listen to them and don't pay that much attention to the instruments. But um, when you listen to the album again and again, then the instruments come a bit later or pop up a bit later which is also cool because you discover something new when you listen to that um yeah from time to time um yeah it's also post-hardcore or metalcore and yeah i recommend watching the video for the song oh god i've never felt this low because it's a cool song and the video is really really good we can also watch that it is later, such maybe. a um a prevalent topic right now um for me at least um i mean mental health has always been a um a topic that has that is important to us um we are about to hit our 100th episode and our 
anniversary as a magazine and as a podcast. And uh, that's later this year, but our very first podcast episode was about mental health um, with Cassandra Novell from Mercy Isle, uh, who also did our jingle. Um, and, and with her, we talked about mental health. Um, we maybe should, we should, we should do, we should redo it. We should do that, uh, an, an update episode about mental yes. health. Um, right now we are, for the people who are listening to the podcast, we are right now live on my Twitch. And uh, last just last week on Friday, I uh, was invited to a talk show or podcast format on Twitch, where we talked about mental health as well, and about the importance of therapy and of reaching out and, um, and about, uh, yeah, dealing with, you know, depression and suicidal thoughts and all of that. So it is just, it, it's just so wow. And on Monday, I, I streamed a game that ended up also with a storyline about suicide and um the game ended with the credits and a warning with you know a help hotline and everything so it's like is it mental health week here for me at least <laughs> damn um, um, let's, it's very important let's conclude that with another song by ns okay that is from the album arms and the song is called sea of trees and that has a very beautiful and true chorus where they say there's no you and I in suicide because your pain won't die with you you're just passing it on ouch that's wow that's that's hard and it's hard and it's very true mm -hmm. and um yes and now maybe is a good time to take a very quick uh thought break And tell the people that we are kind of restructuring the podcast and um, and and thinking about a lot of changes for 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 the podcast for for our platform. And so we were thinking about uh, playing music in the podcast when we talk about songs like this in the minisodes, um, or when we talk a lot about. Uh, specific songs that we could maybe play them at the end of the podcast if that's something you'd be interested in please let us know uh, reach a, reach out to us on social media and or on a survey that we're going to link in the show notes and um and send it out in the world so that people can people can can contact us and let us know your thoughts of how we can make all this change that we are planning for the podcast um for the better and, and so that it will become something you will enjoy even more And with that, I think we should go back to February. And in, on February 12th, The Pretty Reckless released Death by Rock and Roll. And that's also another album that I have not <laughs> really listened to. But it's, you know, a woman in metal, um, Taylor Momsen. And we went to, or I went to give her a mention. And uh, anything else in February, mid-February? No. Then we go to uh, February 26th, where uh, both, uh, where, well, uh, the releases from the Netherlands came out. And one was Anneke with The Darkest Skies Are the Brightest. And even though this is not a metal album, uh, Anneke is one of the queens of metal. She's been one since the 90s. So we want to give her solo work a shout out as well. And uh, Steffi, you listened to that album a little bit with a little bit more attention. Yeah, I did. Um, 
Yeah, first to say it's not metal. (laughs) (laughs) No. It's, um, I would call it, yeah, typical singer-songwriting music. Sounds maybe a little bit, um, um, how to say it? Like, not appreciating. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's more like she... I, I think it just is a singer-songwriter album because she took her guitar, spent a few weeks or so in a little hut in the woods, I read somewhere, and just um, wrote that music on her own and then went back to studio and got some more musicians together, um, much more instruments. It's not that just voice and guitar music it's not um there are just oh i can't tell you many many more instruments in there and um it's very diverse mm-hmm. um but yeah still down to earth uh, acoustic stuff um just for a yeah chilled evening with your red wine on the couch um it's pretty amazing listening to it very relaxing and um yeah definitely some very catchy songs like um i saw i saw a car such a bad title under your tattoos i just read and i saw a car what the fuck are you kidding me annika what do you want from me uh but it's a very good song and just read the lyrics or listen carefully to them um because i i was very amazed of them it's it's like a like a poem style somehow um Yes, and also um, in the in the music way, very good. Uh, or like uh, the singles which were already released, uh, "My Promise" or "Hurricane." Very good, strong songs. I enjoy listening to. Yes, Hurricane was also one that I really enjoyed. I really, really liked Hurricane. Um, we watched that as well in the in our Heavy Friday metal chats here on Twitch, and I I really dig that song. It's just so. Uh, I don't know. It just it has so much energy. It it gives me so much energy and so much power. I um, that's the. That's what I love about music when it when it really hypes me up and and makes me want to move and and gives me this uh, energy and life. I don't know. And that's it's also something typical for Annika, yes. I would say, because she's just a person full of so yes. much positive yes, energy, yes, yes. and she can put that energy into music, and you can just feel it. It always sounds for me like she. I always imagine that she's mostly smiling Mm -hmm. while singing and Mm -hmm. recording in the studio just like yes (laughs) always has her smile on the face and the lyrics for that song are also very beautiful i uh, don't remember very very well right now uh, what it's about but um i i remember feeling very moved by those words by the lyrics and the video was also really cool and you can see exactly what you were saying steffi like you see her dancing and and you want to dance along. <laughs> it's just, Annika has such a beautiful personality. It's really, it's really great. 
And the other uh, record that came out on February 26th was Epica's Omega. And well, you heard um, you heard Steffi and I talk about that album in detail, but I just want to summarize that in saying that it's not my favorite Epica album. Epica is my favorite band, but I actually expected a bit more from them by now. Um, but yeah, that's life, I guess. I <laughs> and I can to add uh, to that point that. Um, very just interesting um notice from myself um i just listened to spotify staff automatic gener automatically generated mm -hmm. playlist and then there was an epica song and of course i um, noticed that's epica but then i was just confused well which album yeah. is that hmm I need to look it up. And that was for me such a mm -hmm. moment what I always thought about recording with you the last podcast talking about that album that I just can't um, distinguish mm -hmm. different. Yeah, it's just like the last three albums are almost for me <clears throat> the same. Uh, the holographic principle for me is their best work yet, and I. Uh, but I can I can see what you what you what you're saying, and and I agree. Otherwise, before Omega, I was always able to to. Well, maybe the first two albums, I would have been confused which song belongs where, but after that, um, they went through so many so many changes that I always knew um, which album was from which release, but. Omega really is just more of the same. Omega is like a mixing up. It's, uh, yeah, call it best off in a good way, but it's just like um, could have been everywhere on the whole timeline of Epica. <laughs> nah, not even, but okay. Let's not. Um, <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot another release uh, from February, February 12th, uh, Sirenia. Talking about symphonic metal, Sirenia released Riddles, Ruins and Revelations. And we listened to one of the singles, I think here on the on the stream and or I listened to one of the singles at some point and it didn't really. We watched the Voyage Voyage cover. There was vo the Voyage Voyage cover and then there was another single that really didn't stick to my mind. So in Pia's words... Um, Yeah, it didn't resonate with me. It came in and went out and bye-bye. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. If the rest of the album is better, let me know. I shall give it some more attention. But also on February 26th, the latest Architects came out. And I really took my time and listened to that. Because Architects, for me, has been a band that's been hyped a lot. And I had never really taken the time to listen to them. So I cannot compare them, compare the new album to any of their previous work, but I really liked it. I have one, two, three, four, five songs that I marked as my favorites to that I can, that are now in my favorite songs playlist. And that is two songs more than the Epic album. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked Animals. Animals had been released already as a single. I really liked Demigod. I really liked Dead Butterflies. And Discourse is Dead. 
And Dead Butterflies uh, reminded me of the Bring Me the Horizon song with Amy Lee, which moved me to tears. I've talked about that uh, here, I think. Um, that is That was released longer ago. But, uh, well, the title is just a little bit similar. Anyway, um, I listened to the Architects album with a lot of attention, uh, listening to while reading the lyrics and everything. And it, I really, really liked it. So those are five songs that you can definitely go and listen to. And um, yeah, now I get the hype. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that I listened to it once on the day when it was released. Mm -hmm. um, to be honest, I'm always a bit skeptical when it comes to architects because Steffi and I saw them at Metal Days in Slovenia. And mm -hmm. both of us, we really didn't enjoy their live show. <laughs> it oh, was, really? yeah, I don't know. Every time I have to, uh, I think about architects, I have to think about this live show and that, yeah, I don't go in there without any uh, without prejudices. Without prejudices, um, but uh, having that in mind, I can say that I, I wouldn't say that I really liked it because what I didn't like about the album was the violin and, um, <gasps> but it, it also wasn't like I was, I wasn't enjoying it. So, um, I don't know if I will uh, if I would put that on myself that often, but if it plays somewhere, then I will still enjoy it. I think I will give it another listen some when later because that's the second chance mm -hmm. <laughs> that I give to architects. They deserve this second chance, and I think that I will like the album when I listen to it a bit more. Yes. Um, now that you mentioned the the strings, the strings was one of the most beautiful elements I found in that album. I really love the strings in the album. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for classical instruments. So <laughs> <laughs> that is my bias. <laughs> I'm over that point. <laughs> I listen yeah. to stuff like that too much, I think. <laughs> and, um, and I haven't seen Architects Live yet, but I have seen their or recordings. I have seen recordings and videos of their live performances. And that's one of the, that's one of the things that I, um, that I find the most impressive, how, how much energy they seem to have live. Um, but live to, to see them live, live is not the same as seeing live recordings. So, um, mm. maybe, maybe you have a point there. Yeah, but you can also have a bad day or whatever. So, We saw them once and that live show was May, but yeah, mm -hmm. maybe another live show can be better. So I would also give them a second chance when I have the option to see them on another festival. Right. And I have another news. Um, We Came as Romans announced that they will do a live stream to, yeah, to celebrate the 10th birthday of their debut album to plant a seed. And that live stream is in the night of the of april 23rd to april 24th at two o'clock in the night <laughs> central european time um but yeah you can you can buy a ticket and then you have i don't know five days or something to watch the stream later on yes 
And I'm, yeah, really looking forward to that one because I really liked the To Plant a Seed album. And there are a lot of cool songs. And I also hope that they finally will put this album on Apple Music because it's not there. Oh, that's weird. Mm -hmm. All right. And by then we have arrived in March and uh, we have Dream Shade, A Pale Blue Dot, which you were already discussing before. Yes. Um, that's good. <laughs> um, it turned out somehow to one of my favorite albums. So first of all, of course, the album title is of course amazing for a geoscientist. Melodies are not so important. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, I listened also. I think I listened to your podcast episode before. Pia, uh, before listening to the album um, completely. And uh, I also had a little bias or pre-justice uh, because uh, Fella told there that they making music always because of I'm melodies. one of the main guys of and the band. As you may know, I'm a big fan <laughs> okay. of melodies or what? music <laughs> needs definitely for me melodies. Um, And yeah, so I started listening to the whole album. Um, my first of the band, I listened completely. I don't know the former stuff. Uh, and um, yeah, I was very, um, very happy with the stuff they are making because it's a almost perfect mixed up of different kinds of music so they're also using or it's also you can also call it typical new or modern metal music maybe metal core um, with just like um, rap passages um, yeah electronic influences but also typical metal guitarists um, yeah growls shouting clear vocals um you can sing along all in all and also very diverse kinds of um instrumental basses if you know what i mean <laughs> so like one song has like an oriental feeling the other one is more um is focused on rhythm and so on And so every song, uh, it's what you said about Aurora. You um, you don't think you're listening to one big stuff, so every song can stand for itself. Uh, for me, that's also on the Dreamshade album. And strong lyrics, very strong lyrics. The ones I I didn't read. I always need to read lyrics. I can't understand them completely. Um, And the ones I read, they're, yeah, very impressive to me. And uh, yeah, so all in all, I'm very happy <laughs> with that result. And uh, Dreamshed got a new fan. <laughs> with that album. <laughs> and, yeah, cool. um, yes. Yeah. Uh, once again, beautiful cover artwork. And quite similar to NSOK. And I don't know why, but Dreamshed and NSOK are for me just like, Brothers, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> okay. 
maybe also because of the artwork both shows astronauts and have that um want to text about social problems or society problems that's better said also like environmental stuff or oh and there's a very strong about a refugee on dreamshade and a pebble dot and whoa, i read the lyrics today and just got goosebumps because it was so touching uh it's called the song is called a place called home and whoa holy shit read that please read the lyrics give you tears in the eye um Yes. <laughs> um, there is a very funny story <laughs> that Fella also told me in that interview because Dreamshade thought about a title for their album and in the very beginning they had a lot of ideas and one of their ideas also was Aurora. So there would be <laughs> two albums coming out within, I don't know, six weeks with an astronaut on the cover and both are called Aurora. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> But they they decided to name it a pale blue dot. How? <laughs> oh, damn, that's really lucky. Are they on the, the yes. same label or something? Did somebody no. advise them to change it? No. Wow. Um, they also didn't know about the astronaut because when you uh, when you create this artwork, then um, you don't talk about your idea. So um you just when it's done you maybe publish it and say so this is the cover mm -hmm. artwork and um that's also why on the on the architects album there is also an astronaut and i believe the bands when they say that they um they didn't talk to each mm -hmm. other they didn't know that the others also put an astronaut yeah. on the cover because yeah as i said <laughs> they planned it long before they They announced it. And so, yeah, there are a lot of albums with astronauts on the cover. Yes, nowadays. I think that's some kind of maybe, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a little bit spiritual here, some kind of wave of consciousness, maybe, if we're dealing with the same stuff in our daily lives, we might have, we might also be thinking uh, or philosophizing about uh, the same stuff or get this, you know, similar inspirations, you know, as humankind in general. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's some kind, that's what we afterwards analyze as trends maybe, but this has for sure happened in the mm. past. Mm, shall I also talk about a pale blue dot? Yes, go okay. for it. Um, I follow Dreamshade more or less right from the beginning. So I also listened to their debut album, What Silence Hides. And so I can say that um, a Pale Blue Dot is a big step forward. So I would also say it's the best album that they released so far. And um, since I know where they come from, I would say that they are <laughs> directly in the middle of metalcore and melodic death metal because the, the, the debut and also the album they released after that were melodic death metal. And then they slowly <laughs> developed more and more to a metalcore band and yeah I don't think that you can put them in one genre or the other they are they have mm -hmm. elements of both of that and um, 
a very interesting thing in Dreamshade also is how they mm -hmm. use the keyboards, because sometimes the keyboard is used as a kind of third guitar. Sometimes it's there for the atmosphere. And um, so they, yeah, they make something unique out of this keyboard sound, even though I think they don't have a keyboard anymore. In the beginning, they had one. But that's something that they did mm -hmm. also right from the beginning. Um, and yeah, the, the, the spirit of the album, when you only listen to the music and you don't pay attention to the lyrics, it's very, very positive. Or to me, it seems very, very positive, even though they mm -hmm. deal with strong topics. Um, for example, also in the song Elephant, where they sing about this, um, this Japanese phenomenon that you fear the attention of others and that's why you go out of your room less and less and in the end you stay in your room and nobody can get you out of agoraphobia that also has a name is it and um yeah but there also okay. is a japanese name for that so yeah that's a very mm -hmm. strong anxiety that some people have and it's very difficult to get them out because yeah obviously yeah. you can't take them to therapy when they don't leave their room when they lock themselves in and that's the story behind the song elephant but yeah as i said when you listen to the song it has positive vibes positive melodies and that's a very interesting combination yeah um that's all i had to <laughs> i wanted to add to i have to check it out dot. And after that, on March 19th, Landmarks, Lost in the Waves. Hmm. Um, I don't remember which album it was, but one of you said there is an album with a lot of different influences. I can tell you <laughs> Lost in the Waves by Landmarks has the most influences. What? put together on an album that has only 30 minutes, 30 minutes? How long are <laughs> that the I ever heard. <laughs> yes, there is 30 minutes. The songs, um, they are about three minutes. They have a mid I think, and another song that is a bit shorter. Um, yes, yeah, starting with the singer, Florent Salvati, he can do everything. So he can do screams, scrolls, high clean vocals, mm -hmm. low clean vocals, also the punk rock type of singing and also rap. He has a side project where he, where he only raps. Um, but also music wise, there are so many influences. You can hear rock, you can hear pop, death metal, even mm -hmm. black metal. Um, and when you take a song like Always, it's almost a pop song, but There are also guitar riffs on that album that could also be on a Gujira album. So <laughs> that's also what makes listening to this album mm -hmm. a bit confusing because, as I said, it only has 30 minutes and it has all these elements. Um, so you really have to pay attention. And I think it's even cooler to listen to that album when you're a musician yourself or when you play an instrument because then you can appreciate all these influences and what landmarks do this album even more but yeah i mm -hmm. definitely recommend listening to this album because it's something that you don't hear that often with all these mixes um and the song that i really really like on the album is overrated especially when you come to the end of the song the last i don't know 20 seconds 
could be on a melodic black metal album as well. <laughs> so on a very good produced black metal album. For a moment you think, okay, <laughs> I'm on a completely different album now. And yeah, that, <laughs> that happens a lot nice. when you listen to Lost in the Waves by Lance. Sounds good. Yeah, the only negative point I see to all of this is the V instead of the A. <laughs> okay, but yeah, <laughs> that's my pet peeve with uh, band names. Um, yes, and then we have arrived on today's release that we are so super hyped about because we just released an, an, a podcast episode talking to Charlie Rolf from As Everything Unfolds. And it was an amazing episode. Also, um, footnote, <laughs> that episode was uh, edited by Pia and I noticed um, a very cool uh, energy. I felt like I was on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the episode when I was publishing it and I was like... Did I did I take drugs before that or <laughs> or did Pia like uh, speed up my voice or something? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we had I, I I guess we just had such a such a cool flow and energy. It was just like very very, um, it was a very nice conversation that we had. Very yeah, very hyped, very full of energy. Very yes, very I often paced. I often cut out gaps. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so of maybe course. I did that. <laughs> but yeah the album just came out today uh, it's called within each lies the other uh today is march 26th and you will hear this in a week and a half and until then i hope you have listened to this album a lot and can um form your own opinion i have only listened to the um to the singles just yet because I wanted to sit down and listen to that album with my full attention as well. But Pia has all of the details about it. <laughs> yes. Um, as everything unfolds were my newcomer of the year 2020. And that's why I was really looking forward to, um, to within each last the other. And yeah, I wasn't disappointed because it's very, very strong. And when you listen to it, you don't necessarily think that it's a debut album because the band already found its sound and the album sounds like it was yet yeah, debut albums sometimes sound a bit random to me because often bands don't really know um what kind of yeah what the the album should sound like in total mm -hmm. I hope that makes any sense. <laughs> um, that's not the case on this album. Um, it's very atmospheric, strong melodies, but also aggressive riffs. And yeah, the the outstanding part of their music is, of course, Charlie Rose's vocals, because she also can do everything. She has this very, very strong screams. Mm -hmm. um, but she also has a very soft singing voice and also a very low singing voice she uses she uses both on this album and um, there are also some parts where she whispers so she uses or she does what people can do with their voice and I always 
think that it's really cool when you don't stuck to your singing voice or something, but when you play around a little bit with your vocals, when you also use it as an instrument and not only to transport mm -hmm. the lyrics. Um, yeah, I also said in the, in the interview that for me on the inside is the song that fits less on the album because you can dance to the song it's very positive and the rest of the album is more melancholic and aggressive and deals with sad personal topics also um, toxic relationships or uh, having doubts about yourself and stuff like that and on the inside is a bit different but I have the theory that on the inside brings you into the head of the person so What you experience on this opener is um, what you see um, when you look at a person. So mm -hmm. you don't know what happens inside. You only see the outside. And that's yeah, what, what, I, what my theory <laughs> is about this song. Um, yeah, as I said, the album is really strong and really emotional because of the topics, but also because of the instruments. And there are kind of ballads like grayscale or one last time but on the other hand there is a very poppy hiding from myself that has already been released and of course wallow and wallow is one of the best songs that i've heard yeah yeah since a very long time now uh, there are also other songs that were really cool but um if i If I would have to name my song of the year so far, it would definitely be Wallow because it was so surprising for me also with this really aggressive beginning. And then we come to this very soft part after two minutes 30. Um, so this song has all of it and a lot of emotions and a very strong topic. And what I also think is amazing about the album is that it really kicks you out because whether the last song ends so abruptly that for a moment you ask yourself, whoa, what <laughs> happened? Why is the music out now? <laughs> And in the interview, Charlie said, yeah, our intention was that when you quit the mm -hmm. album like this, then the, the listener wants to listen to it again right away. And yes, it works <laughs> when you finish listening to the you album. You definitely self, um, want to listen to it self, again. Or not self, but <laughs> no to the musicians out there. Try to use that trick maybe. <laughs> Don't fade out, make it like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We're out, mic drop, listen um, to it again if you want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, do you want to add something or I have another shout out, <laughs> another recommendation? Go, go, go. Okay. Today, Burn Down Eden released their self-titled album and Burn Down Eden is a technical but also melodic death metal band from mm -hmm. Germany. Um, yeah, and the album, I like it a lot because it has, or it, it's maybe in the middle of Children of Bodom and Kujira somewhere because it has this perfect balance of technical guitars, but also the melodies and the rest of it is also typical death metal. So if you like stuff like this, I recommend listening to them. Hell Yeah. And with that, we've come to the end of this show. It's supposed to be a mini-sode, so um, yes, that's it. Bye. <laughs> yes, let's do, let's do the... <laughs> let's do the other Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
start the episode over if you want. One hour is over. <laughs> yeah, maybe someone we shall change the name because our mini-sodes are not mini at all. One hour is, is not true. short. That is true. Refuse <laughs> that is an idea I don't know. That, we shall, that we shall think about. And because, yes, as I, as I just mentioned before, um, we are going through some changes and, <laughs> and change is good, right? So uh, we want to make this better and keep enjoying what we do and keep you everybody out there who is listening, uh, keep enjoying what we do. So um, reach out to us and please fill out the survey that we are going to link everywhere. And um, yes, yeah. <laughs> what are you looking forward to in the next month to which releases? I was going to ask about that. I don't have any schedules uh, that I know of, but I'm definitely looking forward to Gojira, to mm -hmm. the new album. Isn't that coming in April already? Yes, April 30th. Ah, it fits even, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Steffi? Um, dear Martha and Silver Lake. Mm, nice. I'm looking forward to also the Gojira album Fortitude and um, Ghost Iris will release Comatose and One Morning Left will release their album Hyperactive. No, it's not a joke. One album is called Comatose, the other one is called Hyperactive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was the coincidence there. One band is from Denmark, the other one from Finland. So maybe there is a connection somehow. <laughs> And yeah, yes, the, the astronaut Aurora phenomenon continues. Um, <laughs> and We Came as Romans will also release a new album. Eskimo Cowboy will release a new album, but there, I think there are no dates yet for them. So I don't expect them to be out within the next three months. But that's also something that I'm looking forward to this year. Perfect. Steffi, where can people find us? Everywhere. <laughs> My answers always. <laughs> Yeah, you can find our podcast at, for example, Spotify or iTunes or Deezer mm -hmm. or Stitcher, Podimo. our homepage, <laughs> YouTube and Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs> and our homepage, in, homepage, including our show notes, metalandtiles.com. And um, yeah, we also have social media. Uh, hopefully, we will use it more often. That's the plan. In the future. And um, <laughs> yes, let's see. Uh, there you can also find us on Insta and Facebook and Twitter. And yeah, just get in contact with us if you would like to. We would be very happy if you do so. So yeah, just write us a message if you have anything to say or just greet us <laughs> whatever have feedback <laughs> you can yes. yeah. and i we will see you uh soon we have uh, should we should we do a short teaser what what do we have coming up we have two very cool uh episodes coming up um one with a guest with a very special guest we haven't had in two or three years almost Uh, Marcela Bobbio will come here and tell us about the new EP uh, or the EP, the first EP of her new band, uh, Dark Horse, White Horse. 
that's the next episode that will be coming out. And after that, we will be talking to some women in metal music labels and see what stories they have to tell. So stay tuned, uh, follow the podcast on Spotify and or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the other platforms. And we'll see you there. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.